0: Cousin Jared, we are back mm-hmm. for more college football week nine, past the halfway point. Uh, I don't know. That well, it feels kind of crazy to be this far through the season already. Well, okay. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think about that because I'm going to get sad. Um, but the other thing is, is that one of the only things I've said throughout this whole season is I am not doing a show three nights a week. And somehow here we are. Doing three shows this week, so college football yeah. always finds a way to to suck me yeah. back in. So suck you back in, yeah, as badly as I say I don't want to do something, I will, I will always come back for college
0: football. You, you'll get your rest come yeah. come fall or yeah. not come fall come uh, what spring I guess spring. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get right to it. Uh, yeah. We got some we got some early week games Tuesday, seven p.m. Eastern. New Mexico State, Louisiana Tech. Uh, New Mexico State, you know, keeps chugging along like the little engine that could. It seems like uh, mm-hmm. just playing well. Best unit on the field will be their offense. Sideline thinks that the Louisiana Tech offense is right behind it. I'm not sure that's true, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Bachmeyer grades out okay for group of five, largely based off of, you know, previous season's data, which we talk about. You know, we can't just disregard that. He hasn't looked great this year. They've gone to the backup partially because of injury, partially, it just seems like because Bachmeyer hasn't been very good. Like, I don't really know what they're doing at quarterback at Tech. Maybe mm-hmm. they do. Maybe someone knows. But, like, it hasn't been great, whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Um, neither defense, also, though, not good, as you can yeah. see on screen. Yeah. Um, the, the the question about the total on this game, I think it's going to be about the fact that New Mexico State just doesn't want to run plays. But – <laughs> offensively they're decent and and whatnot but uh yeah defensively both these teams lack a lot questions how many plays there will be that's gonna affect the total we're not here to talk about the total we're here to talk about the fact that cousin jared my favorite thing in the world is give me a 50 50 game at plus mm-hmm. odds mm-hmm. and that's what we have here plus 115 b great pick i just want my whole card to be this nothing but this just plus odds on coin toss games I, I yeah mean, yeah
1: yeah i, I agree. Uh New Mexico state five and three somehow Jerry kill working out at
0: home to UMass. Like yeah, the world. Yeah. Jerry
1: kill (laughs) working miracles. Uh, I like, I have left aside from that game against UMass. I have left most New Mexico state games this season feeling fairly well about them. Yeah. Whereas I cannot say the same thing about law tech. Um, Sideline has done good backing New Mexico state has not done as well backing LaTeX. Like yeah. there, there's something about Louisiana Tech that sideline sees and it's just not quite clicking uh, in, in my opinion. So that's part of why I like this play. The other thing is our boy Diego Pavia, who like a year and a half ago, he came into the second half of that first game of the season against Nevada. That was like, I don't know, one of those August games. Mm-hmm. And we were like, hey, they should roll with this guy. Because he looked a lot better than the starter, and I will be damned if and he's it took not a, like,
0: it took it, a did, while.
1: For it, that. I mean, because he wasn't good for a whole while in the season. Yes, <laughs> he, he was in
0: and out.
1: Yes, and definitely this season. There. It took him a while to get going. It, I think just by glancing at sidelines ratings, I think he's like a top five, top eight group of five quarterback. Like of all group of five quarterbacks, I, I think he's in like the top five, eight. Definitely, I would say top ten. Um, I know I'm just talking now while you're looking that up. I'm definitely he, looking it up right now. Yeah, he he is he is good for a, a group of five quarterback. So I know New Mexico State's on the road, but a in my opinion substantially better quarterback than Hank Bachmeyer with a in my opinion substantially better team and who has just given me more good feelings this year. Like, I don't know if I have felt good about Louisiana tech in any game I've watched them play this season. Whereas, like I said, the exact opposite of New Mexico state, I felt good about basically everything. Um, can't believe that I'm getting plus odds on this. Is what? Yeah.
0: I yeah. I agree. Uh, do you have guess as to who number one is, uh, group of five quarterbacks, according to sideline?
1: Well, I, I'm going to guess it's, uh, either Pratt from Tulane or Granger
0: from Georgia state. Granger is second. So good show mm-hmm. on that one. Uh, no, Pratt is not as high up there. I think the model likes the rest of Tulane overall and thinks that they've mm. just got a really good, a lot of talent. Uh, number one, Frank Harris. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. Frank Harris. Yeah, Frank Harris, number 13. Darren Granger, number 17. And then you've got uh, Grayson McCall, 25. Preston Stone from SMU, 26. Diego Pavia, 27. Gutter Watson mm. from Troy, 28. So you got a, couple, a bunch of them yeah. right there, all kind of tied. Uh, yeah. So technically, he would be fifth, but I mean, mm. kind of like tied for third, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Surrounding Aaron. and You're right. He's actually absolutely been fantastic. And I had to, talked about this last week with him, even at the end of last year, his numbers weren't even that impressive other than he took care of gets bad teams, but this year it's really been picking up. It's just like when you break the season down into quarters or thirds or whatever, it's just like every chunk, he just seems to get better and better and better. Yeah, yeah. It's what you hope for from a college kid. You just don't see it a lot at New Mexico state. Yeah. Mexico State right so yeah. Uh, yeah I'm like you you know you got the, the best player on the field uh, or, or, or the best slash most impactful player right uh, on, on the field in Diego yeah. for yeah' a yeah. the better team yeah
1: and and not even to mention they've won their last three games by at least two touchdowns it's just I think I think they're heating up at a good time yeah
0: yeah And multitech has just been really disappointing uh yeah. again we 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 always talk about right? you're not as good as you look at your best you're not as bad as you look at your worst you have to try to figure out though like are you just, is that just a one bad game, one good game, or just kind of just who you are? And that's, at least for me, I, I, we'll see. I mean, opinions yeah. can change week to week, right? But for now, my my view on New Mexico State is they're solid. And I think what you said made a lot of sense, right? How you said you felt good leaving the games. It's like, I kind of feel like I know what I'm getting with them. They're not yeah. great. Yeah. They're solid. They kind of do what they're supposed to do. You know yeah. what you're getting. It's decent football. Yeah. Losing the tech just feels like they can completely lay eggs yeah. And yeah. I mean, maybe New Mexico state lays an egg, right? There's no locks yeah. in gambling. These are 19 year old kids. We have no idea what they're going to do, but yeah. I haven't felt like that with New Mexico state Uh model thinks they're better. That helps us out. Coin to us game plus odds in a, I just feel like they're less likely to lay that egg. LaTeX could definitely do that. And even if they don't, yep. it should be a good game, game plus odds. And again, tight game. If it happens to be tight, I want the ball. I I, I want to yep. be backing the better quarterback. That's yep. you know, yep. Pavia. Uh Wednesday night, and my goodness, cousin Jared, we are scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel. Um, people, people, if you have, if for whatever reason you just tune into the Tuesday show and you, you didn't watch yesterday's college football show, make sure you go back and catch that because we talked about some other bad football in there that's not being mm-hmm. talked about by mm-hmm. most of your talking heads. Uh, cousin Jared, is that, Are we talking heads now? Does that make it? Uh, I mean, yeah, I I, 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 I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Something for us to think about. Um yeah. <laughs> we got another another stanker for you here. UTEP and San T- yeah. Houston. These midweek games, because of Jared, we watch them. I, I don't know, like sometimes at the end of a Saturday night, after watching culture Bowl all day, when we watch some bad football, like I watched at San Diego State Nevada oh, game. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and, and it was bad. Yeah. And I kind of just felt like sad and alone and tired mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and honestly that makes sense after saturday i mean watch just so much football it's just, it's kind of exhausting like it's fun but it's exhausting right sometimes right. you just watch one win crappy wednesday game and you feel that way because it's like what are yeah. we doing here watching yeah. this but we're gonna watch it either way because yeah. this is what we do uh a lot of a lot of orange on the field potentially on this one sim houston decent defense gonna play really slow gonna really try to grind the game down to nothing terrible offense not as bad as some teams apparently uh apparently their offense looks worse because of the pace but make no bones about it it's not a good offense um Mm. but overall as you mentioned the the model's been high on their defense been somewhere around average either just above or just below kind of all season uh model really was high on same you said after those first two games Mm -hmm. uh shutting down byu and air force um took a step back, I think a little bit recently, but still a decent defense, but the offense is so much worse. So it, it's kind of true. When you look at this game, you go same Houston, you know, a little extreme offensive. UTEP just kind of more meh middle of the road, mm-hmm. but that all adds up to, uh, you know, a same Houston team that the model just does not like uh, whatsoever. Cousin Jared, 62% chance for UTEP to win according to the model plus 155. That is mm-hmm. uh, surprising
1: that we're getting mm. such
0: good odds when the model thinks that UTEP should be favored.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you that UTEP is a good football team. Um, they're they're not. Although I would say they went on the road and beat FIU uh, a couple of weeks ago and FIU turned around and beat Sam Houston. So again, we talk about it all the time. Uh, the, that theory doesn't exactly work like we would like it to uh, in college football. Um, UTEP's not a great team. But... I want to look at Sam Houston, and in their conference games, they lost to Jacksonville State by seven. They lost it was to not a bad loss. Not a bad loss. They lost at Liberty by five. Uh, wow, not, that's a bad, a not a bad, bad loss. loss. Yeah, um, yeah. Lost at New Mexico State by by two touchdowns. We, we just talked about how New Mexico State's been playing pretty well. Take and care and, of and, Yep. And then that game that went to double, triple overtime with FIU last week that uh, Sam Houston lost by five. Where I'm going with this is just. Again, purely based on what Sam Houston has done in conference, I think that they are incapable of like blowing a team out or not yep. playing in a close game. Like I just think this game's gonna be close. Yep. And so if I if you guarantee me that I'm getting a close game and I can get plus 155, sign me up. Yep. Um, I don't know what the l- l- let's see here. I don't know what the current spread is on this game. Um, I don't know if it's three or three and a half let me double double check this real quick. Uh three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. <clears throat> this might be one. Usually I have reserved a um you know a play on the the spread or you know, kind of splitting my bet for something if I'm getting a touchdown or more. With these two teams, I might be splitting my bet at plus three and a half and on the money line at plus one fifty five because there are probably about a thousand different ways that this game lands on three one way or the other.
0: And so three, get 3 3 to 0 yes. 10 to 7 6 yes. to 3 yes. 9 yes. to 6. <laughs> yes
1: and and just how the FIU Sam Houston game last week went to overtime tied at 20 completely on the table for this game to go to overtime tied at 17 tied at 20 tied at 23 um 14, so, 13 yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And, and then you get in a situation where that, that three and a hook is really going to be valuable for you in overtime. So um, if you can
0: get three and a half. Especially especially because people think about the kicking the field goal. What they forget sometimes is if the first team that scores kicks the field goal which could happen in the first or the second overtime the other team scores a mm-hmm. touchdown. You win by three. Yes. So there's yes. no extra points. So you can't even get caught by that. So yes. that three is really valuable in overtime. And then, yes. you get to, and then if you get to, to triple overtime, barring a uh, a two point success and then a pick two the other yeah. way, which is almost yeah. never going to happen, you yep. know, you, you've won as well. So yeah, yeah. See, very, very, very much agree with you. So yeah.
1: Yeah. So I would split my bet if you can get three and a half. If you're just at three, I could go either way. You can split your bet or just take the money line at, at that point. But I just think this for me is about Sam Houston. I think it's going to be a close tight game. I don't think they have the offense to pull away. And if I can get plus 155 in a close game, sign me up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two programming notes here. First off, I typoed on the slide. Sam Houston's offense grades out at a 68, number 132. So only mm. one offense actually grades out worse than them. I just typed their, their wrong line. And eventually I will automate that process so we can avoid those typos in the future. <laughs> um, the other programming note, because you know, I've talked about, uh, this week. Should we do some official splitting of picks as official recommendations? We know that we have a lot of viewers and a lot of people on Dub Club who kind of just do what you do, and that's great. You know, We just try to provide extra information. We try to get you things to think about and you make your decisions, and that's great. We're happy for that. But we know there's a lot of people who just kind of want to follow along in tail and kind of hear what we say and like to follow that specifically. And we've talked a lot about splitting our bets. It's not part of the official picks. is not the way I've formatted it, but we have talked about should we incorporate that? We have some ideas. So maybe we'll, we'll have that as some official things. But until that becomes official, we'll continue to talk about it here on Discord okay. as well, which games make a lot of sense for that. But but in general, I think we're, what you've kind of said as a general rule of thumb is, you know, less than a touchdown, just take the money line. Yep. Uh, you know, for the, for the dog, take the plus odds. Uh, you know, 7 to 10, maybe 7 to 14, maybe sprinkle a tiny bit on the money line with the mm-hmm. exception being uh these games with really low totals and yeah. i think that's kind of what we're talking about here yeah. um one last note here talking about this actual game itself i don't want to get into this seem houston hasn't won a game but they're capable of winning i don't really think that's true um i'm not trying to say that because they haven't won a game they can't win this one i think to your point, because in Jared, you, what you made so so well earlier is they just play in a lot of close games. They're not good enough offense. They're terrible on offense, so they're going to have a hard time blowing teams out. Now, yep. obviously, if anybody's going to get blown out, you can make a case it's Utah, but you could have made a case it was <laughs> yeah. going to be FIU last week too, right? I mean, there's some yeah, terrible yeah. teams in this conference, yep. um, but they haven't really been able to do that. Maybe they do it here. We don't really know, but uh, the odds are in our favor. That this is a tight ball game, and that benefits us greatly taking such good plus odds like this Um, model, maybe a little bit too high on UTEP, but I think it's kind of spot on on team Houston. This is not a very good football team. Mm -hmm. Part of being a good football team is being able to score enough points to, to have outcomes go in your favor. And they haven't done that this year because Mm -hmm. their offense is so, so bad. And that's where teams have taken advantage of UTEP Northwestern, for example, kicking the crap out of them Mexico state. uh, Same thing. I mean, those teams have offenses. Um, not that Northwestern is a great offense, but it's a heck of a lot better than St. Houston. So, St. Houston's yep. lack of offense could really hurt them here. Uh, wrapping us up, we are, we do have a big game here Tennessee and Kentucky. Um, you know, we've got a, a weaker game at 7 p.m. on the after show, the extended cut the study hall, whatever we're calling it, with Troy and Texas State. And we've got a couple of Mountain West late games. So, make sure you can sign up, link in the show description, talk about those if you want to hear what we think about those. Tennessee and Kentucky, though, one of the, you know, kind of more intriguing night games cousin Jared Tennessee defense rates as the best unit on the field in this game hmm. what a time to be alive yeah I, I, I don't even know what to make of that
1: yeah uh the as uh, the great Michael Scott said on the office oh my how the turns have tabled
0: I think it's how the turntables have turned, but what? Close awesome. enough. Awesome. Awesome. And we've actually talked. I actually talked with Jake about this a little bit. That that you know their defense at times has potentially been better, but they play so fast, they score so quick. It, you know, it kind of masks some of that. That's why we talk about efficiency versus pace and and trying to make those clear. But this Tennessee defense has been legit. The offense has taken a step back. If you would have said that they had a top ten offense uh, and a mediocre defense. That's kind of what we expected coming into this year, but the offense has kind of sputtered a little bit. But defense has played strong. Is there anything to playing Alabama and then now playing the next, we talk about teams sometimes struggle the week after they play mm-hmm. a team like Alabama, a team like Georgia, mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the road, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a rivalry game here, Tennessee and Kentucky. It's Kentucky mm-hmm. teams. Not bad. Probably not quite as good as Tennessee, but not far behind a model. Thinks this is close to a coin toss, not quite a coin toss, but close enough that plus 50, 155, it's a pretty good bet. Look, we get to risk less than a full unit on this one to win more than a unit and a half if it comes through. Because this has been our bread and butter this year, has been these types mm-hmm. of just mm-hmm. plus 120s, plus 150s, plus 190s, just college sports are weird. And that doesn't mean you take all of them like that. It means you identify the ones that, that are closer to being kind of coin tossing. And this is when the model has identified as that. What are, What is your take on it? You
1: mentioned this being a rivalry game. Tennessee would tell you it's not a rivalry game. Ah, uh, fair. So, uh, yes. But Kentucky, Kentucky would, definitely will tell, you would, will tell you that it is a, a rivalry game. And if I recall correctly, Jake mentioned specifically this spot
0: uh, in the our off-season show where we, when he when he when he picked Tennessee's under. I think he said yes, that yeah, coming yes. off of Bama, this will be a tough one. Yeah, yeah. And so he he
1: knows his, his Tennessee football. I I will uh, definitely uh, take what he says under advisement. There, you mentioned Tennessee's defense. I, I mean, I, you know, not one to you know poke holes in in that defense, uh, but they played Virginia, Austin P, Florida, UT San Antonio, Sands, best G five quarterback Frank Harris, South Carolina with up and down Spencer Rattler, and coming off Alabama, and then Alabama last week. Maybe even bigger than playing Alabama last week, how they. I don't want to say how they lost that game, but being up by so much at halftime, dominating the first half of that game, mm-hmm. and then letting it go. And not even being close. Yeah, yeah. And then letting it go like they did, scoring no points in the second half. Like, that's could be something that could stick with you for sure. What I do have faith in Kentucky doing is playing solid defense and being able to take away from you the one thing that you – can do uh, you like to do, or you can do well. And Kentucky's been able to do that every game this season, obviously, except Georgia and then Missouri. I think was just a, a tough, a tough spot for for Kentucky. And Missouri has been a, a lot, a lot better this season. Um, but if Kentucky's able to take away the take away from Tennessee, the one thing they do well, that's running the football, not passing the football, running the football. Wow. And then that means you are putting this game, in my opinion, on the shoulders of our boy Joe Milton, who week by week, sideline, has said, uh, let's knock him down a little bit. Yeah. Eh, you know yeah. what? Let's knock him down a little more. And then, eh, let's knock him down a little bit more. I just, Kentucky at home, I think they can make Tennessee one-dimensional. And I just don't have faith in Joe Milton to make all the big throws that I think he's going to have to make in this game. Whereas I trust Kentucky to just plug along, be consistent, do their thing. Uh, I, I, I love this play. I absolutely love this play. That doesn't even take into account if there's any physical effect from playing Alabama mm-hmm. the week before. Uh, I don't, I, don't, I didn't, I didn't even consider that. But if that's yeah. the case, even, even better for this mm-hmm. Kentucky play.
0: Yeah. Um, Joe Milton ranks now 62nd, according to Sideline. And... Mm-hmm. That's just such a drop off from what they had, and what was a like Heisman yeah. worthy campaign yeah. from Hooker until he got injured. Um, you know like you said the strength of the team's running the ball and playing defense and it's just so crazy compared to last year but so it happens when you lose a great quarterback and and Milton has just not been that good and and I think Mm -hmm. it's a little bit disappointing you know like we always talk about right we like to see players succeed we don't ever want to root for anybody to just do bad we like to see everybody play their best you know and and he looked really good in that bowl game Mm -hmm. and in a couple Mm -hmm. of the games of the season we were kind of thinking hey like man he might like he might've figured some things out. He might pick up, you know, he always had potential and then it just has not happened this year and Mm -hmm. it doesn't get any easier facing Kentucky. Not that Kentucky's defense is as good as Alabama's, but on the road uh, against Kentucky, it's not like it's going to be, you know, an easy spot for him to start figuring stuff out next week against UConn. That's the spot to yeah, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, the games aren't yeah. flipped, right? That would have been the yeah. one I wanted to recover, prep for Kentucky, etc. And so yep. you can probably look ahead for real in that spot and it'd be no big deal because you'll still be UConn. Um, yeah, definitely close to a coin toss game. If there is any ill effect from Tennessee playing Alabama, it probably is a coin toss game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think you're, you, you make some good points there with Kentucky, just being a solid football team that's going to hang around. Like we're always saying, hey, they're going to hang around, make this a game at home, plus 155 is a great price yep. to to invest it and that's yep. what we're all about here is just investing at good prices i had someone ask me today what i do and i say i'm kind of like a financial advisor for sports betting trying to figure out what <laughs> prices are good to invest in what prices aren't and this is a great yeah. price to invest at plus one, plus five. we're not saying we know exactly what's going to happen we can't predict the future but it's a good price to invest at for the home team who is a uh not that far behind a tennessee team but I, i'm curious if your take on this i'm not sure what to make of them honestly like the the loss at Florida, you know, obviously wasn't good. Um, they played better against AM for sure. Last week was just a tale of two halves. Like, I just don't quite know what to make of this Tennessee team. And that just seems like it's really a steep price to lay for the road team when I just don't know what to make of them at this point. I, I don't know. And I guess that's why we, we love being on the other side, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right. I just think that they are going to be inconsistent. And I feel like what we've seen from Kentucky –
0: the past however many years with Mark Stoops mm-hmm.
1: is if you're going to be inconsistent, Kentucky's going to be able to capitalize on that.
0: Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's our three free picks. We got three more games coming to you after the music, including two late night mountain West games, three group of five games. We are uh, on brand rolling. today. On brand today, <laughs> uh, cousin Jared, with with five group of five games and a Kentucky pick because you've been yeah. kind of uh, you know yeah. up and you, you've been trying to zig and zag with Kentucky every year. It seems yeah. like uh, yeah. usually pretty well to be yeah. honest. Uh, cousin Jared, any parting words before our thirty second reprieve?
1: As we were recording this, the the Vikings got us another win. NFL just a a money printing machine. Uh, make sure you're you're with this this channel and with Jake and the professor here when they do their uh, NFL breakdowns every week, because it has been a thing of beauty so far this season.
0: It's, it's been better than I could have hoped and dreamed. Absolutely. Um, Very very well said. And hopefully again, if you want to be with us on the other side of the music, that exclusive link comes to you. If you're in dub club, sign up link in the show description, hope to see you on the other side.